Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Please be advised that Little Miss Recap contains adult language. You will never get canceled from this podcast for saying you're going to bang somebody. Okay, let's just put that out there. Thank you. I appreciate that. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Little Miss Recap, the podcast where we hang out on the ranch and talk about ranch stuff. My name is Amy Archer. I'm your host, and I'm here with my BFF, Steph. Hi, Steph. What's up? I'm back. Steph, you have a tan, which is unattainable for most gingers. Well, I, I should say, before we talk about your gingery features, uh-huh. um, you are not super ginger. You're like a strawberry blonde. I don't know what I am. Some say so, ginger, some say strawberry. I, I don't know. And it's I think so you're a little strawberry. It's like super weird because now it's almost a little goldeny from the sun. So oh, like are you it, a goldie? I'm a goldie, but it um <laughs> it changes colors on its own, my hair. But I do have a well, tan, which has been like the first time in my whole life that I've ever had one because I burned blister peel. But I got a tan this year, and I don't know why. Is it age? Like, is it because I'm old? You know what it is? You you were doing post like postcards from the edge. You were sending me notes about what a wonderful vacation you had and how mm-hmm. relaxing it was. And I bet it was just like your defenses were down. You were relaxed. You were drinking those drinks on that beach. I was. And the sun just seeped into you. It did, and it didn't burn me. It was like, oh, this girl's all right. This lady, girl. I'm not a girl. I'm a lady. I'm an old lady. Yeah. It no, was, you look good. Thanks. You look relaxed. I feel really good, which is great. Mm-hmm. I was relaxed until about 10 minutes into a Monday. <laughs> <laughs> so tell everybody where you went and how you took your adult children. Okay. So we were in Ocean City, Maryland, you know, hot spot. Which is the down first the shore. Time, down the shore, which is actually the first time that I've ever been. Well, that's not true. I was there as a kid, but it was I was like eight. I don't even really remember it. 
Um, but we had a really great time. We took the boys. Um, Nathan brought his girlfriend. Jake bought, brought one of his best friends. We had a really great time. My sister joined us. Um, Sarah came um, for part of the week. So we got to see the kids. Uh, it was just great. Like, you know, like there's always something on a vacation that sucks. I know. And that like just didn't happen at all. And I, I have, I'm not, I don't want to jinx it. It was like kismet or something. I don't even know how, but it just, it was the perfect week. The weather was perfect. It nobody rained. complained. No one, re- well, no one really complained. Like truly. Right. It was right. amazing. It was so great. I truly great. Nobody complained. Always. <laughs> because, you know, <laughs> even though my children are 20 and adults, you know, we still have to referee that shit sometimes, but it was great. Everybody was super happy the place we stayed at was amazing um yeah you have to send me that link because i'm looking for a place for next year i loved it okay because it was up north right yeah we were almost in fenwick yeah you need to send that to me because great uh i don't know how many of you guys vacation in ocean state maryland but you want to stay out of range of the drunk bus is the key here which is anywhere from like 75th street down down Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We my are- mom and I made a colossal mistake of staying in the fifties. Oh, oh no. my god, we stayed at a brotel, no like way. it was party central. <laughs> I, I would rather not go on a vacation if I had to stay there. Pat and I went to um, the boardwalk once. The kids, my kids, didn't even want to go to the boardwalk, which is bizarro. <laughs> but they didn't. Nobody even went. Pat and I went one afternoon just because we were bumming around. Um, and we had a drink, and it was the most. That was a horrifying experience. People watching. I don't know if you've ever mm-hmm. done that with the Jersey mm-hmm. Shore. Like, mm-hmm. Well, it was bad. Um, super weird place. Like, I, I truly don't know that I would ever want a vacation. Truly Grace Brown. Truly Grace Brown. Right. <laughs> it's a truly Grace Brown place. <laughs> but no, I don't know. It was weird. Ocean City's weird. But I loved it. We had a great time. And I'm sad that I'm back, but I'm not sad that I'm here. So I had one vacation like that, one vacation, and it was the one we took to Anna Maria, Florida. <sighs> and like my whole family was there. Like my parents are divorced, and mm-hmm. like to have them together was so nice. Yep. Like just hanging out, and Jenny was there, and my kids were at the right age. Yes, I remember. It was such a great vacation. And then, like, you know, I took the girls last year. We went to Virginia Beach. They were miserable witches the entire time. They didn't want to be there. It was just, I don't know. I'm thinking, I'm hoping to go next year okay. and they're going to be a little older and they might be able to take yeah, a friend or something. It's so I don't know. weird. So even last year when we went, like the last couple years were not, I don't want to say like shitty, but. You know, like, well, you have twins, so obviously you get it, mm-hmm. but you never mm-hmm. have a scenario where they're both happy at the same time. I know Ever. my mom and I talk about this all the time. Why? Why? It's like I a mean, fucking it's curse. It's not even a twin thing. It's a two kid thing. I can't. I don't even, yeah. I don't understand it. I didn't, yeah. I, I just don't get it, but I, and I hate it, but this is like, like the first time that like that didn't happen. Everybody was happy. No one fought. No one argued. No one complained. It was just. Here, dude, I literally have one breaking up with their boyfriend and we're going through that nightmare and they get back together and everything's fine. And then the other one breaks up. Like it's oh, ping ponging. No. It's a nightmare. Oh, I can't no. even. Um, but I'm happy to have you back. Thanks. I'm happy to be here. I'm glad you didn't get like bit by a shark or anything wild. 
I did not shark shark sightings. The sharks were not having it. They're like, she's not crispy enough. (laughs) (laughs) Crunch, 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 crunch. crunch, All right. So I'm kind of obsessed with shark bites and shark stuff. And there's like a documentary out now about shark bites. I want to watch. Really? Mm -hmm. When my kids were little, this is a fun fact. When my girls were little, my mom and I nicknamed them the sharks because I'm like, they just terrorize me at every turn. (laughs) Like, So we would call them the sharks. Oh, my God. Like, I'd be like, oh, my day's going fine. Then I come home and the sharks are there. (laughs) The sharks. That's funny. I didn't know that one. That's a great one, though. We always called Patrick's started calling the boys the jerks they were like eight <laughs> so it's always well, like now- are the jerks home where are the jerks the jerk like that yep. we refer to them and everyone does it's so funny but we refer no, to them mine are the, the bitches now the bitches oh. where are the bitches because <laughs> man i'm telling you 16 and a half oof, yeah no no thank it's you a rough age Mm-mm. jesus no thanks are you ready to talk about the ranch i am <laughs> <laughs> All right, so before we start, um, Steph and I were trying to find out when part two comes back of this, and Mm. she was saying November, which is the official release date that they had originally given Paramount Plus, but now they're saying like it might not happen this year because I don't Mm. know if they even filmed yet, and Costner's like being a diva about something. I don't, John doesn't get on that ranch. Is he being a diva? He's like going through a divorce, I think. So I mean, going through a divorce, but like he, he needs time. You yeah, know what I mean? and we, we need to, to give it to him. Divorce. I'm yeah, not yeah, going to yeah. come down on him for that. I He's like going John through some shit. Too. Mm-hmm. Just because he has inappropriate relations with his prisoner oh. doesn't mean, you know, I don't like him. So anyway, so we don't know when that will be back. But we are barreling right towards Virgin River, and I can't wait. I cannot wait. I'm so excited. You- so we have a, a forest fire here, and we have a fire there. It's insane. It's insane. And mm-hmm. and also, you know, our hearts go out to Maui. That was really uh, devastating. I, I like goosebumps thinking about it. That's it's so really horrible. Bad. If you guys have want to donate, donate to the Red Cross. They're doing a lot of work out oh, there. Oh, nice. Yes. I always feel like the Red Cross is the safest. safest. Like, you know they're legit. They do hard work. A bazillion work. percent. Yep. I'll always yep. throw money at them. Yep. And St. Jude's. I always throw money at oh, St. Jude's. Oh, my God. That's fucking insane. All right, so we're covering today Yellowstone Season 5, Episode 5, Watch Him Right Away. (laughs) Can I just say, before we even start, that I loved this episode so much. I loved loved this episode too. You know I love when they do cowboy shit. Yes, I think that's it. It was cowboy shit. Yep. Mm. I love cowboy shit. There was less Um, politics, more cowboy shit, less Jamie, more Rip and Beth. More, more, um, Casey, which I liked seeing. I love Monica and Casey, and I loved seeing them. My boy Casey was crying. I saw that. Very upset by that. Um, everybody's, you know, beat up at dinner. I did not like, we'll get into the Beth and whatever summer fight, but summer Wheatley fight. We'll get into that. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So we start with the flashback. They're going to do some cowboy shit, and we see a young Beth approach. And she approaches a cowboy named Rowdy. Well, she doesn't approach him, but like she's standing there and Rowdy's there. And we think he's the one that she was making out with in front of Baby Rip. Mm -hmm. And he asks her for a kiss. And she's like, you're going to ask me for a kiss in front of my father? What are you, fucking crazy? And instead, she walks past him right to Baby Rip and tells him to be careful. And he says, I'll be fine. So, okay. 
But that's it. Like, we don't see any more of the flashback. We do mm. get, like, a little John Dutton saying, this is what the plan is. Yes. We're going to do this, this, and this. Yes. And then that's what real John Dutton says at the end. So I think it's just there to show we've been doing it this way for right. 30 years. Yep, yep, yep. I appreciated um, it, though. Anytime I could see that actor trying his best to do this, <laughs> I appreciate it. <laughs> so current day Beth wakes up and Rip is getting ready for the day. And she asks him if he ever thinks about when they were kids. And he says, no. He says, I think about now and tomorrow, but not yesterday. And she says, yesterday is what eats at me. I'm going to start doing her like a Southern belle. I know. Yesterday I hear you do it. is what eats at me. But she's not. And he says, she's not at all. And he mm-hmm. says, baby, yesterday is what eats at everybody. That's why I don't think about it. Rip always comes up with these. I know. I love him. I know. I mean, go back to the bar scene when they're, when he, when baby Rip took baby Beth um, to the bar, right? Yeah. She was saying words that he didn't understand and they were pretty simple words. Mm-hmm. I know. Now he's become like this educated dude who whips out a Nero reference who like dispenses wisdom. I know, but I think that's because he spent so much time in that bunkhouse alone and he probably read a lot. Don't you think? That's what I'm thinking. Did he read or did he just by osmosis, like get all the wisdom from Lloyd? Ooh, I didn't think of that. Lloyd is a little wise. Lloyd is amazing. You know, he's my favorite. Yes. He reminds you all the time. (laughs) They're my favorite. I say it about everybody, but I, I actually love Lloyd so much. I love Lloyd too. I mean, who hates Lloyd? Come, you tell me you hate Lloyd and I'm coming for you. There you go. There you go. You've heard it here. So we get an aerial shot of the fire and John and Rip say it's too early in the year for these fires. And then they talk about, they're going to be branding the cattle and Rip lays out the plan. It's the same plan that we see. Mm-hmm. And John wants everyone, all the day workers too, sleeping outside. He says, it's time to remind everyone what we do here. And he's going to invite the entire county. So basically, he's going to make these guys all suffer to show the the people with money that uh, cowboys work hard. Oh, yeah. Cowboys work hard. I don't think uh, you have to convince anybody yeah, of that. No. No, no, you don't. You definitely don't. So in the house, John tells Clara to cancel all his meetings and to never schedule another one because he's a cowboy now. Can I be a cowboy at my job and just decline all meetings and say I'm doing cowboy shit? Then he tells her to invite the press and she's like, "Um, look, if you, well, it's her idea, I believe. She's like, if you hold a press conference, you can like knock out all these meetings at one one time. Yep. And he's like, Invite the press so they can see what a real man is. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. And I don't know, like, so one thing I was thinking about in this episode, like, what's her name? Claire or Clara? Clara. Claire? Clara. Okay. Who is clearly kidnapped and held against her will on this ranch. I know. And I don't understand. Like, she kind of, I feel like, came out of nowhere. She came out of nowhere. Does she have a family? I don't Does know. Does she need to notify somebody that she won't be home for three weeks? I know. And also she has no place in the story anywhere. Like it, yeah, her it, presence is just annoying me because I like, just get out of the way. Well, it's just this classic, like the governor gets a beautiful female assistant who has no life and just has to serve his every whim. Like it's gross. It's gross. Whatever. 
So now on the porch, Beth has some harsh words for John about his prisoner, Sumner, Summer, who she calls the hairy hippie given our couch syphilis. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> and Beth that. calls Summer his girlfriend, and John says, she's not my girlfriend. She's just doing house arrest. <sighs> then he tells Beth, like, I need her. And Beth says she must be able to suck a marble through a straw. Oh, that was so gross. Like, okay, let's oh, pause. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Okay. You know I love Beth. Mm. You know I do. You know I fucking but hate her. That, I know. But that was the most disgusting thing that she has said. Like, to her, who says that to their father? I think this is the problem that I have with Beth. Like, Beth is supposed to be this strong woman you know who's independent and women are just as strong as men but yet every chance she gets she like has internalized the patriarchy like every chance she gets she thinks summer's only good because she can suck a dick Mm -hmm. because that's all that women can do like it drives me crazy like are you a feminist or aren't you that's a good point truly that's a really good point she only thinks she's a feminist because she can act like a man because she can punch people, she can, you know what I yeah. mean? Like, yeah, you're right. You're like, right. In my in my opinion, she's setting the women's movement back like thirty years. Oh, totally. She totally is. I mean, I still love her, but you know, I know, I know. So that, he's like, "Go ahead." I'm no, sorry. no, no. That's okay. Go ahead. He says, "There's so many environmental issues happening here, and I need help." And He's like, oh, it's not my fault if she wants to bang while she's being held prisoner here. I mean, <laughs> what can I do? And Beth says, Daddy, she's not going to help you. She's going to. I always slip into the baby from Dirty Dancing, Daddy. Oh, I always slip yeah. into that. Daddy. Um, Beth says, Daddy, she's not going to help you. She's going to fuck you over. You think you're getting fucked now. Just wait. And she oh. says, you're the, the land is the real target here. Like, that's what everybody wants is mm. the land. There's that. All right. On the farm, Summer shows up and Carter's talking to her about the fire. He says it was started by lightning and only extinguished by God. Stephanie, would you like to weigh in on this? (laughs) Oh, can I weigh in on this or am I going to get canceled? (laughs) Where is Carter getting this from? I do not understand at all. And again, Carter annoys me. I'm I'm not loving this version of Carter. Mm-mm. I'm not either. I don't like Carter was like a little Beth. He was a smart ass. He was, mm-hmm. you know, now suddenly he's like, God oh, extinguishes the yeah. rain. And he's or the like fire. a baby rip all of a sudden. Like, get out of here, Carter. He is a baby rip. He's become the baby rip and I don't like it. Stop mm-hmm. recreating the same character. Stop. Yep. That's so annoying. Summer's like, uh, rain is from nature, nature. not from God. Yeah. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're a super religious person, I guess you could make an argument that God created nature, I I guess. Is that what Catholics believe? I don't even know. Christians believe? I have no idea. So, now we have my little baby boy, Casey, sitting Mm. on the porch crying, little tear trickling down his face, and then he just gives in and starts sobbing. Monica comes out. She comforts him. He says he's worried about Monica, about life and his place in it. And he has absolutely no idea what to do. And Monica tells him, don't quit your job. That's not why baby, what are we calling the penis and the baby? The baby's baby, John. The penis oh, is little John, little John. correct? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. She's like, that's not why baby John died. He died because God needs him. I 
can't. And they decide to do the branding. <laughs> I'm just skipping right through that. Damn, I can't. <laughs> Look, here, here's this is where I land on this. People believe what they want in their grief. This is unimaginable grief. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to let this one slide. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. So... Now we see Rip getting outfitted. What'd you think of this scene? Where I loved this. I loved it too. I loved it too. I loved. Okay. So when Beth comes in and she's like playing that game of like, ask me to go, which I thought mm-hmm. was actually really endearing because mm-hmm. there was something in that exchange that I loved so much because you almost see her being vulnerable in a way. Mm-hmm. Like she wants to be chosen. And I picked yes. that up so so much in this in this scene but i really loved seeing them be playful together me too me too like I and i love that. how he's like okay let's put the crazy away mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and let's you know let's have this conversation and, and he's like beth would you like to come with me <laughs> so then he says this is the best he goes beth love of my life will oh. you please come with me on this trip even though you hate being dirty and cold and told what to do, all of which is most certainly going to happen. <laughs> so great. Okay. And they end up banging right there in the cowboy closet. I I'm mean, calling it the cowboy closet. I like the cowboy closet. Mm-hmm, I mean, mm-hmm. all right. I'd go in that cowboy closet with Casey or Walker. I mean, I there's not many of them I wouldn't go in that cowboy closet with. <laughs> <laughs> So, you know who doesn't want to go on the gathering summer? Mm. She's like, no thanks, don't want to go. So John gives her a, a weird lecture about the medical attention she received as a baby. You know, they had to cut your umbilical cord. I'm like, what? 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 I know. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Now, someone who is being forced to go is Clara. Poor Clara. Hashtag save Clara. I don't know what's happening here. Oh, my God. Could you imagine your job that you have to go camping with cowboys for three weeks? Mm, I mean, that doesn't sound (laughs) No, 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 not glamping. (laughs) I like to camp. Just camping. No running water. No, no, you lost me at. No, yes. You lost me at no running, no water. I don't even yes. need running water, but I do need water. No, they're not. They're no. There's no air mattresses. No, nothing. You're just yeah. That's harsh. Yeah, it's. But uh, if you're, I mean, if we're solidifying a bunch of nights with a bunch of hot cowboys, I might be able to get past it. I mean, could twenty-year-old Amy do it? Sure. Could forty-five-year-old yeah. Amy do it? No. <laughs> I think nope, you could. Nope, nope. 
So uh, remember that time we went camping? Yeah, it just showed up in my memory. Mine too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because we we like tried to rough it, but then we ended up going to a restaurant getting drunk. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, okay, now this is camping. (laughs) So (laughs) I have to be, in all fairness, I have to be pretty buzzed up to sleep on a, a sleeping bag on the ground. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't mind camping. I actually enjoy mm. camp, only, but I'm only good for like three nights tops. Well, here's the thing. I grew up camping. Mm-hmm. My parents took us camping every single year and every single year it was a terrible disaster. Every single year it rained. We had to sleep in our car. Oh. One year I puked all over the tent, like just all over everybody. Oh, that's um, horrible. It was horrible. We would go with my Uncle Joni and Reed. The adults would get shit-faced and they would just pass out. And Jenny and I would be just sitting there like, what do we do? Just staring at each other, playing in the dirt. Can I just say that I cannot picture either one of your parents camping? That's oh, the yeah. weirdest thing I think you've told me about them ever. We used, we used to camp every year. Was, I can't see it. Yeah. yeah. I don't know why, but it just I wish I, I wish I didn't see it. <laughs> I wish I could forget it. <laughs> So Clara has to go along and carry the satellite phone. And then she sees Casey and she asks John, is that your younger son? He says, that's my only son. Here we go again. I know. Later, we just see Jamie for one scene in this episode. He is at, he's at his office and he's meeting with Sarah Atwood and Jamie tells her banging her was unprofessional. Mm. And she says, well, now you can't represent the state, can you, Eagle Muppet? And he says, well, we hire outside prosecutors, so I'm not recused or anything. And then they bang again. Uh, but how about mm-hmm. that body? She's hot, man. Oh, my God. She is hot. She unbuttoned that dress, and even <laughs> I was like, ooh. Oof, I need holy a Holy shit. Mm-hmm. Yikes. I mean, I would have banged her, too. God, I'm going to get canceled from this podcast. <laughs> Because I've you just turned into get, like a white guy. <laughs> you will never get canceled from this podcast for saying you're going to bang somebody. Okay, oh, let's okay. just put that out there. Thank okay. you. I appreciate that. So, unless it's like a kid or something, well, I wild, think I then I would have to. I would have to draw the line. No, dude. I mean, okay. we know each other better than that. Not happening. So the family now is having dinner with everyone, mm. and John warns Beth to be nice. And Beth says she's going to get a drink. She chugs a few down. At the table, Tate is all banged up. Poor Clara's there against her will. Hold on a second. When she's drinking the tequila. Is that what she's drinking? It was was tequila. Yeah, I saw the Tito's bottle. Um, But they show, or is Tito's? No, I think it is. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it's tequila. Mm -hmm. But they show the three dudes. John, Rip, Mm -hmm. and Baby. No, Carter. I almost said Baby Mm -hmm. Rip. Baby Carter. And... They're all standing there just like, oh, like watching her. And they're, the funniest fucking thing to me was they're all dressed alike and they're just standing there like a bunch of dopes. And it was just so, there was something like so endearing about it, though, that I was like, oh, this is really cute. And it wasn't cute. And I was- have to say, too, this is the second or third time in the last few episodes that we have focused in on Beth's drinking. drinking I know. And I'm telling you, she's going to die or get in a tragic accident or something. Something is going to happen with her drinking. I hope you're wrong. I just feel that way. I feel like the writer is building towards that. I could be wrong. I hope you're wrong. 
I, I don't, so I don't think, I don't hope I'm wrong. I have I know you don't. <laughs> I have a theory though. I don't think she's going to die. I think John's gonna die. But I think her drinking may be involved in it in some way. Oh God, I hope not. Oh, God, if she gets into an accident and kills her father or something. Yes, something, (gasps) something. Oh, Amy. No. That would be terrible. I don't like that. So they're having dinner, and the minute they sit down, Beth calls Summer Wheatley a hooker. Gator brings in a bunch of meat, and Summer's asking for a vegan option with every meal, and Summer rips on Gator for serving Dove. That was was a lot. That was a a lot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That was a lot. And they kept showing it. And Monica starts laughing and saying, This is so fucking uncomfortable. <laughs> I have to say, Monica's character has changed so much yes, in the early seasons. I think so too. Like, she just used to be the voice of, like, I'm not buying into this patriarchy. I'm not buying into this shit. And now she, like, goes right along with it. It's kind of weird. It is weird, but I think she's just, I, you know what it is? I think she's finally just accepting that this is her fucking life. Yeah, because she's like, if I want this hot-ass Casey. Yeah, I'm going to put up to with deal it with too. This. Yeah. It's happening. So Beth says, that's it, Summer. I'm taking you for a walk. Rip wants to go after them. He knows <laughs> this is not good. And he doesn't because John's like, no, 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 let it happen. So Beth gets them outside and they start fighting. Now, mm. Summer has nine years of jujitsu i know there's no way that beth beats this woman up. i'm sorry it just doesn't happen but once again like beth is so tough she's like a man and she just punches and punches no no you know what i hated the most out of this though when they were fighting like she does that like like head smashing thing like no one does that stop Mm -mm. this was so overdone I think they could have done this, even if they needed to keep this fight scene, fight scene in there, Mm -hmm. they could have, but they wait, like they way overdid it. It was so bizarre. It was stupid. It was so unrealistic. I hated this part. It's just like, again, Beth acting like a part of the man club. Do you know Um. what I mean? Like. Uh, let's but go I, outside and we're gonna beat the shit out of each other like this is something you do with little kids let right. them beat each other till they get out of but i also think we're not understanding that she grew up around surrounded by men there were no i, women. I totally get that i totally yeah. get that she's a product of her fucking environment though but that doesn't make her a able to take on somebody who has seven years of training in jujitsu it just doesn't no i don't think so either but that's why i'm telling you it was just stupid but it was so dumb so inside go ahead i'm no no no. i'm just saying like i do think that a a big part of that part of her personality is just because she grew up without a mother she has internalized all of this misogyny and patriarchy 100 percent. so um but Rip is like, I really need to go after them. Sir. He knew. I really need to go <laughs> so after funny. them. So funny. And he, John says, let them get out of their system. And Rip says, your daughter gets nothing, nothing. out of her system. Mm-hmm. There's no getting this out of her system. So he goes out there and he's like, you two look like fucking idiots. Like, what are you doing? And he then lectures Summer. Now, I want to say, why is he yelling at Summer? This was all Beth. I know. Like, but, if somebody took me outside and started beating the shit out of no. me, I'd defend myself. I, for sure. 
Mm-hmm. But she was being a fucking asshole. Okay, Summer. but you do know that Beth had Summer thrown in jail. I don't care. <laughs> like, she kind of is angry about that. <laughs> I mean, whatever. So, remember, she set her up to I go to jail. Know. I so, know. like, yeah. I know. So then he lectures Summer on how she should be polite in someone else's home. You know, in the home that you are imprisoned and used for sex. <laughs> I can't get over this. I know. Then Rip says, just stand here and punch one another till one of you's had enough. And eventually, of course, Beth wins. Of course. I and was then, really hoping that she didn't. I was hoping Summer was going to beat the fuck Me out too. of her. I was like, come on, no, Summer. I, come on, Summer Wheatley. I really was, too. But it didn't oh, happen. Man. And even though so, I love Beth, I've really, well, I wanted that, too. But she needs it. Oh, she totally does. So Summer starts crying. And I guess now they're friends. And they talk about diets, and Beth says, we are designed to eat meat. Mm. So they go back in. They're all beat up and bloody. And uh, some are saying, we are not designed to eat meat. And Beth is like, oh, yes, we are. Anything that eats grass has a four-chambered stomach. Uh, That is not true, first of all. (laughs) We have one-chamber stomach, humans. And she's like, ask daddy. And then everybody gets up to leave, and then Beth spits out a tooth. So there's that. Oh, that grossed me out. You know I have a thing about teeth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Losing my teeth is truly one of my greatest fears in life. Like, dude, you don't even understand how psycho I am about teeth. That was so disgusting. What would you do? Do you think, like, she went and, like, got, uh, like, what do you do? I would never be able to walk around with a hole in my mouth. It that would have sent me into, is. like, a tailspin. I don't care. I don't care where like it if came it's from. one of my very last molars, I don't care. Oh, I do. But if it's a tooth that people can see, then I want to get a falsy. No. But that's my thing. How how do you punch out one of your back teeth? That's no, the, it's definitely think about one it. of her middle teeth. Ugh, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. so gross. So, all right, John and Rip go in the living room to have a drink, and John says, "I commend you, Rip. It must take a lot of courage to sleep next to that woman." Ugh. And Rip says. You know that saying, never go to sleep mad? Well, that's never truer than in my marriage. You know, John talks about Beth like she is just some random woman who grew mm-hmm. up in a vacuum. Like, you are responsible for this, douchebag. I know. That, I really Who you call a douchebag? <laughs> oh, sorry, John Dunn. <laughs> but that's what I mean. Like, she's a product of him. He made she her totally that She totally is. Way. I get it. Yes, I get it. So, but she's old enough to know better, too. I know And that. to have gone to therapy. But, again, growing up around men, who's who's encouraging this woman to go to therapy? L- look at I it this know. way, Amy. Who encourages us to go to therapy? Other women. Yeah, that's true. Like, that's there are, like, there, mm-hmm. you're, mm-hmm. like, you have to look at this as what it is. There are no women in her life. Of course she hasn't been to yeah. therapy. No man is telling her to go to therapy. They're just telling her to go punch it out. And that's what she did. Like I saw this shirt the other day and I need to get it. It just says, I'll figure it out. And then the the author of that saying is every woman. <laughs> I'll figure it out. So true. But it's true. <laughs> no, you're right. You're right. That's a very good point. You're absolutely right. Um. So he, John starts on this little ramble where he's saying the first guns to settle this land fighting was all they knew. They had to protect themselves. Then he says, today fighting's a liability. And he says, he basically, I'm paraphrasing here, a bunch of pussies are running things now. <laughs> like, that's basically what he says. 
And he says he thought Beth would calm down as she got older, but she keeps getting wilder. Mm. And then he's like, I envy Beth what it must be like to be that free. Then he says he has four children, right? One that he's missing, which I think is Lee. Mm -hmm. One that he pities, which I think is Casey. One that he regrets, which is uh, Jamie. And one that he envies, which is Beth. Mm. Right? Because he's pitying Casey because Casey lost the baby. Or does he envy Casey? Because he wants to bang Monica? He, I could uh, I could get behind that. Mm-hmm. No, I just mean like, does he envy him because he has this great love in his life? And John doesn't have no. that. No. Well, okay. yeah, maybe. But he did say he envied Beth. So I think Beth is the envy. Does he pity Jamie? But he doesn't regret any of the other kids. Mm-mm. No, you're probably right. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It's a puzzle, John Dutton. It's a John Dutton puzzle. <laughs> so now we see it's early, like dark early, like 4 a.m. And everyone's getting up and getting ready to cowboy. Now, I have a question for you. I don't know if you caught this. Everybody's sitting at the breakfast table. Summer is at the breakfast table. It's 5 a.m. She's not going on the, the cowboy trip. Why does she have to get up and eat breakfast at 5 a.m.? Because she needs to be a part of everything. I mean, is this part of her uh, kidnapping terms? No, I don't think it was. Did you get that? I don't know. Are you just like? like, Are we just just poking fun at the fact that like who the hell gets up at five o'clock when they don't have to? Yeah, I was just like, why the fuck are you dragging that girl out of bed? Oh, maybe because John rolled over. I forgot they're in bed together. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I mean. So, like, I I think, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah. And like mm-hmm. the episode wasn't the episode called like riding watch him ride watch away. Him ride. yeah 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 so I mm-hmm. think that was it she's like you have like I think she's in a relationship with him whether she wants to admit it or not against her he will is. partially mm-hmm. is it though because I don't know that it is I don't um, think it's against her will I really don't I don't know if it's against her will now but mm-hmm. she did not consent to this setup that's my problem no but it. I don't think he's raping her. No, I don't think he's raping her, but he did not. She did not consent to this. There's a definitely a power dynamic. He's the fucking governor. I know. I know. And and he, her her freedom literally rests in his control. I know. And he's like, come on back to my bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> so now Summer asks Beth what she should do while they're gone. And Beth says, take a walk around. If you find a more loved, better kept forest anywhere else, let me know. Then there's an old cowboy I think we're supposed to know. I think that's maybe the guy that they say in memory of at the end. Oh, okay. I didn't know what that was. Okay. Yeah, I'm not and sure. Summer goes over to Monica, and together they watch everyone go in the same route um, past where John ordered in the beginning. Monica cries as they ride away, and she says something. Oh, I should have written this down. She says something like, if you don't cry while you watch your family ride away, like you're an asshole or something like that. Oh, Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know if she says you're an asshole. Because like sometimes but that was the watching them ride away is like these <laughs> bitches. My girls started work at the local supermarket and they work the same shift sometimes. Aww. Like today they're working the same shift. They left at 10 o'clock. Oh, I'm like, bye. Yeah. Bye. Uh-huh. <laughs> Goodbye. Don't I'll miss today. you. Said no mom ever. Yeah. <laughs> There is no greater joy than a mother watching her teenage daughters go off to work and knowing they won't come home for a few hours. 
they're someone else's problem for a few hours absolutely so that's it that's the end of the episode mm-hmm. what'd you think i loved it i, I loved just love this it. show me too i love this show i can't help it but i loved so much that there was less politics in this episode i yes. hate the politics yes i know so it because was more this like is our reprieve from politics yes like we don't want to watch i don't want to watch the west wing no. i mean i do personally but like well, right now i right. can't mm-mm, mm-mm. But I think that's, like, I just, I loved the cowboy shit. I loved the family stuff. I loved that mm-hmm. we got to see all of that in one hour or how mm-hmm. long I love, my favorite scene was the Rip and Beth in the cowboy Me closet. too. Mine too. Mm-hmm. What was Definitely your least it. favorite part? Oh, the fight. The fight. Yeah. The fight. I knew you were going to see Yeah, like me I, too. I don't I know. know. It's not even, we already, I mean, it's not even worth it. It's weird because I was talking to Amanda about this when we were recording Yellow Jackets yesterday and I was saying to her like, I hate violence. I can't watch boxing movies. I can't watch UFC shit. Yeah. I hate violence so much. Yet, I can watch some of the most violent shows. Like I watch Game of Thrones. I watch I The Boys. It's super know. violent. And it's like, mm, that's okay because it's like make-believe. <laughs> I know. I get it. I don't mind, like, I don't know. I I don't have a huge issue with violence as long as it's not loud. Like, when there's loud violence happening, it's more so, like, the noise and the chaos that, Mm -hmm. that like, makes Mm -hmm. me uncomfortable more so than it is just the people beating the shit out of each other. Mm. You know? Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I understand. Like, when Pat and I are watching something and there's, like, bombing and shooting and, like, that's too much for me. Like that mm. kind of fighting and like chaos, like it's the chaos that I hate. But just two so we just watched. It do you out. watch? Do you watch Marvel movies or no? Are you into? I that? mean, not by choice. So we just watched Guardians of the Galaxy three. Did you oh, see that no. one? Well, it opens with Radiohead's creep, which is oh, forget it. Not amazing. Old. Um, so we were watching that and there's just a lot of that intergalactic fighting and a lot of bombing and shooting and punching. And I could just sit there unflinching and watch Mm. it for an hour and not, not feel anything inside my little bit, my little belly. No, I can't. But if I see a fight, like there's, there's a TikTok going around. I don't know if you've seen this of a UFC fighter. She's a young woman and she's all beat to hell. No. And she's like speaking and her eyes are all busted and her face no. and she's like, I can't wait to fight again. And I'm I can't no. even watch that TikTok. No. Let alone watch an actual match. Mm. I just can't in real life like watch people hurt each other. Okay. I mean I don't it like has, it. It has to be fake. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but even Rocky, you know, it is it is real, but I always felt I'm that bitch that fast forwards the boxing scenes in Rocky movies. Oh my okay? God, I can't. I just want to see him training to fight the Russian. I don't want to see the fighting. Yeah, that doesn't bother me. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I'm like, eh, whatevs. All right. So next week we'll be back with this again. Um, we are talking, we're in talks to do some kind of hot topic show on Patreon. We're not sure what that's going to look like yet, but... I threw a poll up in our Facebook group, Backdoor Friends, which, by the way, I got the stickers. Oh, I love it. Mm-hmm. That's so amazing. I'll send you, I'll, I'll give you some. I love it. I'm a backdoor kind of friend. And then it's, you know, if you know, you know. Like, love it. Whatever. You know, lover. I should have put on there somewhere. Oh, um, no, you should have. So in Backdoor Friends, I put up a poll asking you guys, like, what kind of Patreon content do you want? And people want us just 
shooting shit about something. So we're we're working on that, guys. That'll be coming maybe in September. Um, Steph and I are rolling into Virgin River. Very excited about. Cannot very, very happy. Wait. Cannot wait. Um, Amanda and I are doing Sister Wives. Very excited. Truly Brace Ground, the greatest achievement I've ever amazing accomplished. And then you and I are also going to do Love is Blind when it drops in September. I know. I'm so excited for all of these. I'm so Me excited. Too. I'm so excited for that fucking Virgin River to come back. You have no idea. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm going to rewatch oh. season four just so I'm current. Well, I just rewatched all of it. Is season four where they have the stupid Renaissance Fair? Yeah. I'm not saying it's Renaissance Fairs are stupid. I'm just saying the Virgin River one was particularly lame. Oh, it's, I mean, is there anything in Virgin River that's not particularly lame? Yet, would any of us move to Virgin River in five seconds? Oh, in a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm already there. All right, girl. I got I to gotta get back to my life. You have to get Same. back to yours. So thank you so much. Guys, if you haven't already, join Backdoor Friends on Facebook. It's There's a link in the show, note, show notes. And also, all of our reality stuff that we're talking about is going to be behind the paywall. So if you want to join Patreon, that link is in the show notes as well. We will always drop the first episode of everything we do on the free feed so you can get a little taste of what it's like before you join. So that's there. And also, you know, stay subscribed because Amanda and I are still going through all those Yellow Jackets episodes, which it's really fun to rewatch. Yellow Jackets. Mm -hmm. And leave us a review. I need to ask people to leave us a review because we are not coming up as quickly in the search results as we need to. Like we're like buried in the search results. And so what helps with that, guys, is when you leave a review. So even if you leave five stars and say, like, I love the ranch, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, that would be great. Just Thank make so something up. Yeah, you know, just make something make up. Make it up. Unless you love us, whatever. Yeah. And um, also follow us on Instagram at Little Miss Recap. And I'm over there doing some TikToks. I'm trying. I'm trying. Love it. Yeah. All right, Steph. Thanks so much. And we'll see you guys soon. Later. softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 